You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Do you want to build a snowman? It's going to be a long winter. You want to hurry this up, Clark? I'm freezing my baguettes off. I'm a little chilly. Would you like a nice pot of tea, sir? Winter is coming. Bottle up warm, of course. I've heated up some warm milk for you, honey. Winter mornings are dark and cold. I know because I was up at 5.30 this morning and it's so cold that you may want to stay snuggled up in bed if your kids haven't already dragged you out of it. So what are some ways we can start our day well and be motivated to throw off the doona and start the day fresh? Kindling Conversation is doing a three-part series on winter wellness with mindfulness coach Amy Taylor-Kabaz and clinical naturopath Emma Sutherland from Studio U. Welcome, ladies. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so this is part two and I am optimistically calling it bouncing out of bed. Emma, you have your own opinions on this title. Well, I do because I just think from, you know, as a parent and being realistic, who actually bounces out of bed? (laughs) We get out of bed, we drag ourselves out of bed. But I know for me, some mornings I do feel good when I get up. Other mornings I don't. I feel tired. I'm not ready. I'm some days I'm resentful that I have to get up because I have a child that needs me, you know, all of these things. So I don't know about some out of there. <laughs> I did say optimistically. Um, Amy, we've talked before about, you know, how mums can find those moments of silence. And you've definitely prefaced the early rise with if you've had enough sleep, mm. that the 5.30 start can be your way of reclaiming that moment. But it is a lot harder in winter, isn't it? Mm. Do you adjust your clock or do you still get up at 5.30? And if you do, what's your trick with your brain to just Mm. actually literally get out of bed? The trick with my brain is that I have spent so long noticing that if I don't get up, my day is horrible. Um, it's just a, you have a choice, Amy, you either get up now before everybody else and have this moment that I actually love. It is my only favorite time of the day. Sorry, children and husband who's listening, but (laughs) my absolute favorite time of the day is before they all get up. And yes, it changes in winter. It's actually half an hour later. I also sneak into my kids' bedroom and put all their blankets back over them and they then sleep for a lot longer. Oh, that's a it's great point, Because isn't my it? little boy was waking up at five every morning and I figured out, and that's another great motivator to get out of bed, if I get out now, he'll sleep until seven. <laughs> so I sneak in, I put his blanket over him and he sleeps for another hour and a half. Tips wow. for mamas whose babies are waking really early, put an extra blanket on at five. I have no profound advice here. It's kind of a choice that we have to make. And I know that we don't want to be up at that time of the day. But if we do what we shared in the evening segment yesterday, which is go to bed earlier and honour that time of our night by going to bed early, getting up early in the morning so you can have that space is so important. And even if you're up making sandwiches for school lunches or doing stuff like that, you know, you don't have to be sitting on a yoga mat connecting with your inner child or whatever you think that some of us do. <laughs> but you can you, you can still be doing the mum stuff, but without this pressure and noise around you, it is soul nourishing. You could listen to music your favourite songs I listen to, or whatever. I, I have my headphones in every mm. morning while I'm making the lunches. Absolutely. Oh, my God, that's such a good idea. Yeah. How do you do it, Em? Do you... Um I uh, I hit the practicality straight away. So I fortunately have a heater that has a timer on it. So I make sure that the timer goes off at 5.30 so that at least when I am 
dragged out of bed. The house is a little bit warm. Um, the night before, I always fill up the kettle. I've got my teacup with my tea bag already in the cup because everybody who knows me well knows that don't talk to Emma before she has a cup of tea. So I prioritize <laughs> what being kind warm. Of tea? Oh, a nice strong English breakfast tea. Yeah, good cup of tea. Um, I prioritize the warmth and the cup of tea. So I get my warmth on the outside, my warmth on the inside, and then I go about whatever I need to do. Um, those two things are critical for me. When it comes to breakfast, um, I know that I, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but I, I do have a penchant for porridge with lots of brown sugar on it in winter. And then I'm always like, oh, I'm missing on so much good nutrients because I'm just eating sugar, really. Um, do you have a favourite meal for breakfast in wintertime? Yeah, I do. And it's interesting that you mentioned porridge because I'm going to give you um, a really healthy version of porridge. I'm a huge believer in porridge. It gives us such good slow-burning fuel for hours. It's about what you do with the porridge that's that makes or breaks the porridge. So, you know, do you put the brown sugar? on or do you add in chia seeds, some goji berries, you know, some stewed fruit on the top, some coconut flakes, whatever it might be. Because when you look at it, oats are just oats. They don't have a huge nutritional impact. They have more great fiber. So we want to add the vitamins and minerals into the porridge to really give yourself that nutritional power start to the day. And I'm also going to give uh, you a really yummy recipe for some healthy homemade baked beans. Oh, yeah. No more Heinz with sugar. We're talking good old-fashioned homemade baked beans. They're delicious. And you can batch them up, pop them in the freezer. They are so easy to make. Mm. Yum-o. So a goji berry sweet because, you know, if I keep eating my porridge without my brown sugar, I'm going to yeah, need something. <laughs> you will, but I think that's where something like stewed fruit can work really nicely because naturally all the the sugary kind of taste comes out of them. And goji berries are a little bit sweet, but they're not that hit of sweetness that you're used to with the brown <laughs> sugar. So you could try a little bit of raw honey on the top perhaps, swap it out for a bit of raw honey um, because that will help your immune system as well um, and not just be sugar. So, Amy, let's say we've had this really great meal and um, we've we've got up, we've had our time without the kids. Now it's go hectic time. time. Yeah, it's go time. You all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you've got the child having the tantrum, not wanting to go to daycare. You've got the kid who doesn't want to go to school. You've got someone spilling something on their uniform. What's your advice at those points? So you've had a good start. You're feeling full. You're feeling satisfied. You've hopefully had some time to yourself. What do you do when the proverbial's hitting the fan and your children are undoing all your good work? Yes, and that's why it is so important to have all those spaces beforehand before it gets to that go time. Um, to me, it is a tuning in to what's going on in my head and in my energy because everyone listening will know this. Some days you can handle the food on the uniform, the missing shoe and the tantrum and the poo right before you walk out the door. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, but I had, to go, there. I had yeah. to go there. I had to go there. They're just planning it. <laughs> they hold on until yeah. mummy's got the keys. Yes. And we all know that some days that doesn't phase us. So for me, it's more interesting to look at why it works sometimes and then make sure you identify that. So did it work that day because you went to bed early the night before? Did it work that day because you weren't on your phone? Did it work that day because you had something to eat first? Like sometimes I realise, because it's such a crazy busy morning, that I get really frantic and I think, I haven't had anything to eat yet. So I think we have to flip it around because it's really hard to see why we don't 
you know, control those outbursts sometimes. That just, if we're not careful, that can be a recipe for mother guilt or parent guilt or beating yourself up. Instead, what's really good is to look at the times and the days when you do get it right and kind of analyse that and think, why did that work? And how can I do more of that? Normally I'm just surprised. (laughs) (laughs) But I bet you there's a formula there. I bet you there's something that you do do that's made that work better. And then, yes, some days it's just going to fall apart and, and, and we have to be okay with that and forgive ourselves for that. But for me, if you can pick out the elements that work, you know, it's often a combination of sleep and food and mindset and being organized the night before and all these little elements that we actually can do quite easily to make our mornings better. That is a really, really good point because I was just thinking about myself as you were speaking and I just had this light bulb that, you know, so often when I feel myself getting frustrated with Sophia, it's because I'm trying to do work and be a mom. You know, I'm trying to send off that email because patients are emailing overnight and and I'm expecting her to do too much because I'm a little bit preoccupied. So I totally agree. The only t- pretty much I can say the only time I'm not the type of mum I want to be with my kids is when I'm multitasking something to do with my business. Profound revelations. <laughs> it's a good place to end it really. We'll leave people thinking about that stuff. Amy, Emma, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Pleasure. That's mindfulness coach Amy Taylor-Kabaz and clinical naturopath Emma Sutherland. That was part two in our winter wellness series on how to start the day well. Tomorrow, we're going to talk about how to keep your energy up throughout the day when the cold seems to suck it right out of you. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.